This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking my birthday eve. What's going on? Uh, this one's going to piss you off. Tonight's going to piss you off. Uh, between the time I last saw you, pe- fine people, more has come out about the cops in Texas and their response to the mass shooting at Uvalde, uh, uh, at what, Rob County High School, not Rob County, Rob High School in Uvalde, Texas. And I am pissed. God, cops are useless. Not only, not only did the cops not do anything, apparently they helped the shooter. They helped the shooter. There is a an account that says that a cop went into the school, told anyone that still needed help to yell... A child yelled and the shooter shot them. Cops have apparently changed their story as well. We're going to get into that. They're now saying, no, 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 no. Nobody engaged him before he went into the school. Which I think is bullshit. Bullshit. There have been other reports of... Arrests made in connection to mass shootings. Texas police arrest four males, including two juveniles, in connection to threats against schools. Fucking shit. Thank you. Thank you for the kind wishes. We're going to be doing a birthday stream tomorrow night. Whatever time we end up getting back from the restaurant... We ain't gonna rush tomorrow. Usually we're we're kind of in a hurry to get our food and get back here. But no, 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 no. We're gonna take our time. Apparently we're having a charcuterie board and flights of wine and all kinds of shit at a bougie restaurant. It has been a bad day for celebrity deaths. Dude from Yes died. Uh, Ray Liotta died. There's one more. I'm forgetting somebody. America doesn't give a fuck about kids. They don't give a fuck about kids. I don't know, Sparkles. My my view count is always off. I'm showing four. Oh, the the uh, guy from Depeche Mode. Yes. And pff, how did I forget that? I'm a huge Depeche Mode fan. God damn. Also, for those of you who may have noticed, yes, I've been wearing black since Tuesday. That is indeed on purpose. Uh, what else are we... We're not just going to talk about the shooting, but goddamn, it's a lot of fucking shooting. We're going to start off tonight talking about disgusting fucking pigs, and we're going to end with a picture of, or a video of a very cute pig. Here's your meme for the day. I shot because I feared for my life. I didn't shoot because I feared for my life. LOL, why the hell do I even exist? That's a good point. Uh, somebody on uh, Twitter... I just saw this, like, as the countdown was going on. I, I retweeted it. I believe it was Michael Tracy. Yeah. 
Just trying to think of what the most plausible explanation would be if the explanation really is a large number of heavily armed cops decided to just passively let the mass murder of kids continue without intervening, then the abolish the police people were right all along. Yes. Yes. Yes, we were. Holy fuck. Hopefully I've got some good election news for you. We're going to get an update on a house race out of Oregon, which could shake up the Democratic Party. It looks like the progressive has won. McLeod Skinner has apparently beat Kurt Schrader. The Cisneros Bayar race in Texas still too close to call. They're only separated by... Just over a hundred votes. Jesus. Five. Five Republican candidates in Michigan. All front runners for the uh, governor's race in the GOP primary. Have been barred from being able to run because of their election conspiracies. Rudy Giuliani is going to reveal to us the horrors. The ho- Not whores. Not whores. Not whores. You live in sexual anarchy. Is going to reveal to us the horrors found on the Hunter Biden laptop. Holy shit, we're going to talk about monkeypox. I saw a doctor say that they expected monkeypox to be contained within a week. This was last Friday. I was like, well, we'll see, we'll see, and reporting to you tonight, Monkeypox has been found in seven different states now. Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, gave his speech today on the U.S.'s policy towards China. We're going to talk about the unrest in Pakistan currently going on. Oh, fuck, we're going we're gonna to talk about how trigger law states, if you don't know what a trigger law is... The states that have a automatic trigger for when Roe v. Wade is overturned, an abortion ban goes into place at the state level. We're going to talk about them, but Oklahoma not waiting on the overturning of Roe v. Wade, passing the most restrictive abortion law in the country, signed into law today. Today. Elon Musk is being sued by a Twitter shareholder. But uh, the talking heads on one of the financial channels says that the sale of Twitter is indeed going to go through. Doubt. Doubt. I don't think it will. I do not think it will. I think Musk is doing his best to get out of it. Fuck Elon Musk. And so much more, but starting off tonight... What I hate to report to you is that guns have become the leading cause of death for American kids. Holy shit. Guns have become the leading cause of death for American kids. Firearms were the leading cause of death for kids one and older for the first time in 2020. 
the most recent year for which CDC data is available. Firearm death rate among children is steadily rising as more kids are involved in gun-related homicides like Tuesday's mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Both suicides and accidents. Nearly two-thirds of the 4,368 U.S. children up to age 19 who were killed by guns in 2020 were homicide victims per the CDC. Motor vehicle crashes, formerly the leading cause of death for kids, one and older, killed nearly 4,000 children. Another 30% of firearm-related child fatalities were suicides, 3% were accidental, and 2% were of undetermined intent. I would have thought accidents were higher. Wow. I, I don't know what we do. I don't know what we do, but clearly, clearly, more police are not the answer. My meme, my meme for today, let me hit you with another. I've got several. I've got several. These colors don't run into schools to save dying children. No, they fucking don't. Let's hear from one of the cops and how he feared for his life that they could have been shot. Texas police lieutenant says cops were reluctant to engage the gunman because they could have been shot. That's your fucking job. That is your fucking job. Your job is to go in there and get shot if necessary to protect people. God damn. Or was it a mistake, do you, do you believe, uh, Lieutenant, for the officers on the scene who were there, as you correctly point out, to wait for this second tactical team to arrive before fully pushing into that school and neutralizing the gunman? So what we do know, uh, Wolf, is that there was multiple officers that arrived on scene. There was three officers that arrived that made entry um, at one of the entrances where the gunman actually made entrance to. We had other another four officers that made uh, entry at the other entrance of the school. So there was officers inside that school. As they were taking gunfire, they were also calling in for reinforcement, uh, backup, tactical teams, uh, snipers. Yeah, wait until you hear what one of the officers did inside the school. Fuck. Any additional personnel that could arrive to assist to not only with to with the situation, but also to assist in evacuating uh, students and teachers at that time. That's when a U.S. Border Patrol a tactical officer arrived, also with a Zavala County Sheriff's deputy, as well as two additional uh, Uvalde Police Department officers were able to go into that classroom uh, with a ballistic shield as cover. And, of course, we know that one of those officers, an agent, actually was, uh, was shot, uh, was grazed at the top of the head, but they were able to shoot and kill the suspect and pre- preserve any other life. We know that there was other injured children inside that classroom that they were able to save as well and get them to and get them to cover and at that point it became a recovery that they were able to save operation trying to rescue the injured and also any other potential children or teachers that were inside those classrooms but don't current the best practices lieutenant call for officers to disable a shooter as quickly as possible regardless of how many officers are actually on site Correct. The active shooter situation, you want to stop the killing, you want to preserve life. But also, one thing that, of course, 
the American people need to understand is that officers are making entry into this building. Uh, they do not know where the gunman is. Uh, they are hearing gunshots. They are they are receiving gunshots. At that point, if they if they proceeded any further, not knowing where this suspect was at, um, they could have been shot. They could have been killed. And at that point, that gunman would have the opportunity to kill other people inside that school. So they were able to contain that gunman inside that classroom uh, so that he was not able to go to any other portions of the school to commit. Contain him! Contain him! Oh, we're going to get into the parents here in just a second. Holy shit, and you're not going to believe what the cops did to the parents outside. Fuck. First, let's get a, a timeline of events as we know it. But I don't think it's with the latest correction that the police have made. They keep changing their story. They keep changing their story. Now on News 4 in Uvalde entered the elementary school through an unlocked door, barricaded himself inside a classroom, and quickly killed 19 students and two teachers. What's important to us is why? Why did he do this? Why did he do this? Who is this man? It took an hour for police to get to him and finally kill him. <laughs> Families outside Robb Elementary School say they begged officers there to please rescue their babies. Yeah, and that video is heart-wrenching. You're going to see that here in a little bit. responding to questions this afternoon about how an 18-year-old armed with an assault rifle was able to walk into a fourth-grade classroom and open fire Tuesday afternoon. By the time a law enforcement officer shot and killed the gunman, he had already destroyed lives inside Robb Elementary School. We're following the aftermath of this tragedy from several angles this evening. We begin with Tarek, who's joining us for the latest police briefing on the timeline of the shooting. Tarek. Well, authorities have changed their account of what happened on Tuesday, saying that the suspect was not confronted by an armed school resource officer when he got on campus. I call bullshit. There was no armed resource officer on campus at all at the time. We also learned that the shooter entered the school through a door that had been left unlocked. It's heartbreaking. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. They're covering their asses. ...to do more as they arrived at Robb Elementary School. After a gunman entered the school, ultimately... You're going to see this video uncensored here in just a second. Parents are hurt saying, let's just rush in because the cops aren't doing anything like they're supposed to. It's unclear precisely when this video was shot, but here you see police form a human barricade to keep parents from rushing in. Here, here's another thing, and I, I can't confirm this, but apparently the the dispatch logs are missing for about a 15-minute interval as this was going on. It was like the, the 11.45 to noon interval of the dispatch logs are missing. According to police at 11.28 a.m., they received reports of a crashed vehicle and a man with a backpack, body armor, and a rifle approaching Robb Elementary School. Authorities say Salvador Ramos opened fire on people across the street at a funeral home, then climbed a fence to get on school property. Now he's in the parking lot, shooting at the school multiple times. At 11.40 a.m., he says the shooter gained access to the school through an unlocked door and immediately began firing multiple rounds at students and teachers. Four minutes later, local police departments, Uvalde Police Department, the Independent School District Police Department are inside making entry. 
No. They hear gunfire. They take rounds. They move back. Get cover. One parent drove 40 miles. Drove 40 miles. Knew the shooting was going on. Drove 40 miles to get there. The shooting was still going on. And during that time, they approached where the suspect is at. Escalon says the gunfire subsided as officers took cover inside the school, calling for additional resources while others evacuated students and school personnel. It wasn't until approximately an hour after the attack began that Border Patrol and tactical teams arrived and shot and killed Ramos. How it is that your officers were in there for an hour, yes, rescuing people, but yet no one was able to get inside that room. Shimon, we will, we will circle back with you. We want to answer all your questions. We want to give you the why. That, that's, that's our job. So give us time. I'm taking all your questions. I'm taking them back to talk to the team. You're useless. You're useless. ...killed by an elite member of the U.S. Border Patrol team who just barely avoided being kill killed himself. A bullet grazed the top of his head. Now, this case is being investigated by Texas Rangers, but lawmakers are now calling for an independent investigation by another agency because of all of the conflicting... Oh, an independent agency is going to clear them anyway because it's just going to be another law enforcement agency and all the cops cover for each other. God damn. Not only were they useless in this situation, apparently they helped the shooter. They helped the shooter. I want to point out... Well, shared before we, right before the May... Before we watch this video, this is in the story... When the cops came, the cops said, yell if you need help. And one of the persons in my class said, help. The guy overheard and he came in and he shot her. The cop barged into that classroom. The guy shot at the cop and the cops started shooting. I spoke to a nine-year-old who says that they were just watching a movie right before lunch. And then they started to hear bangs. And that's when their teacher said to hide and they were on lockdown. And just seconds later, the fourth grader, he got under a table with his friend. They hid underneath during this entire time. He saw the unthinkable, seeing teachers and his classmates all lose their lives. Shot the, our next person's door and then we have a door in the middle and he opened it and then he came in and he crouched a little bit and he said it's time to die. And when he shot, it was very loud and it hurt my ear. When I saw the bullets on the floor, it was real. Recounting the nightmare, this fourth grader, a survivor of the mass shooting inside Robb Elementary. His parents not wanting him on camera, but he wanted to share what happened. And when I heard the shooting through the door, I, I told my friend to hide under something so, they, so he won't find us. I was hiding hard and I was telling my friend, to not talk because he's going to hear us. The cop said, help if you need help. And then um, the guy, one of the, the persons in my class said, help. Um, the guy overheard and he, sh he came in and shot her. And then the cops barged in into that classroom. And um, the guy shot the cops and the cops just started shooting. At when the gunman was dead, the child then did this. I just opened the curtain and then I just put my hand out and then I got out with my friends because I knew it was the police when I saw the armor and the shield. He says his teachers, Miss Irma Garcia and Miss Eva Mireles, saved their lives. And poor Irma Garcia, 
Her husband suffered a heart attack last night and has now passed. Jesus. They were nice teachers and they um they went in front of my classmates to help to save them. The fourth grader she wasn't said, hurt. Those are the real heroes. But the majority of his class did not. As a final word, the little Fuck. boy with this to share. I would like to say for every kid and parents to be safe. Wow. To be safe, he says. You know, I told him, I said, what makes you feel safe now? And he says it's being with his family, it's hugging them, and to share his feelings and emotions. Today, this fourth grader saw a counselor today, and he said another highlight was to see one of his classmates who survived, and he gave him a big Now, here is the full video. It's about six and a half minutes long. What the parents were going through with the cops outside of the school. We saw sections of this video earlier. One of the news hits. The, the shooting is still going on. Apparently, we are going to be able to hear gunshots in, in this footage. I believe they, they've already slammed one of the parents down on the ground over there. This whole thing needed a content warning. Yeah, they've, they've got one of the parents detained. They pepper sprayed other parents. Pepper sprayed. Pepper sprayed. Well, they're wanting to do something because the cops aren't. I can't blame them. I can't blame the cops went and got their own fucking kids out. You can see them detaining, detaining one of the parents. Little men with big guns. He's got his taser pulled on parents, on parents. It shouldn't be a live shooter situation at this point. The cops should have done their fucking jobs. Once again, their job is to die to protect people. 
I don't care if you were scared you were going to get shot. That's your fucking job. That's what we pay you to do. And this isn't the first example. Remember the cop at Parkland. Useless. Useless. Yeah, I feel so sorry for these parents. My heart goes out to them. It's okay, I understand. I understand. Come back in like ten minutes and uh hopefully we'll be we'll be making fun of Ted Cruz and Herschel Walker. I think it's important to show. And, and there were there were like the clips with the most action circulated about a two minute clip. You got guys going in to get their own kids. You got guys going in to get their own kids. Yes, a lot of bullies are dumb, useless thugs. I would I would say the vast majority of them. I there are some that are good, but the the cops end up always turning on them. Uh, Chris Dorner, fantastic cop. Adrian Schoolcraft in New York City was a good cop. But we saw what happened to both of them. We see what happens to good cops. Just fuck cops. We gotta abolish the police. They are useless. Absolutely useless. Yeah, and supposedly when they when they cause trouble and escalate, we're supposed to put up with that because they keep us safe in situations like this. Bullshit. 
A first responder learned that his daughter was shot. God damn. This one might be hard to watch as well, so I'll hit the content warning. I'm not sure if this was the parent that we were talking about earlier that jumped the fence, but this is one of the parents describing the scene. teacher uh angeli gomez ran into rob elementary while she could hear gunfire to reach her nine-year-old and her eight-year-old okay so she she was a parent teacher broke a window so her students could escape the shooter gomez said that's when they hid at the funeral home she was bringing the bouquet she was holding memorial let me show you a little statistic that's going to piss you the fuck off. In on it here. This is the Uvalde uh, um, the Uvalde budget. I can't zoom in. Find God damn it. Where's the zoom? Where's the zoom? I would have saved this shit. Sorry, but if you uh, if you will notice, this is the city's budget. You see where the money goes. I My apologies for not being able to make it bigger here. Let me... You see that one giant bar there? Take a wild guess what that is. That would be the police budget. Baldy. The police budget. Over 40% of the budget spent on policing. And what did that what did that money get them? Huh? Oh. It would seem that the GOP might be open to some kind of legislation. Perhaps if we could just get extensive background checks out of them, that would be a positive. Connell, Turtle Man, has now directed Senator John Cornyn to work with Democrats on gun legislation. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has directed Senator John Cornyn of Texas to work with Democratic lawmakers on a bipartisan solution to gun violence. 
Donald told CNN he encouraged Cornyn to work with Senators uh, Kirsten Cinema and Chris Murphy and others who are interested in trying to get an outcome that's directly related to the problem. Senate Democrats had already expressed interest in having Cornyn as part of the contact for talks. Given the shooting happened in his state, Cornyn has shown compassion and willingness to work with Democrats on similar issues before. Senate lawmakers on both sides held small group discussions to gauge bipartisan support for the passage of, bill, of for the passage of bills following the shooting at a Texas elementary school. Hey, that's fine and Danny and all, but uh, who recessed today for a long weekend? The Senate. Oh, maybe Cornyn. We'll work with Democrats on sensible legislation, but uh, I can tell you the other senator from Texas will do no such thing. One of the things that, that, that everyone agreed is don't have all of these unlocked back doors. Have one door into and out of the school and have that one door armed police officers at that door. If that had happened, if those federal grants had gone to this First of all, that's a fire hazard to only have one fucking door. Second of all, there were armed officers there and they did nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not that they did nothing. They actually helped the shooter, apparently. Fuck. School, when that psychopath arrived, the armed police officers could have taken him out and we'd have 19 children and two teachers still alive. There were cops there. There were cops there. I don't understand. Making it illegal to have more than one door just punishes law-abiding (laughs) Oh. Haven't you people ever heard of arming a goddamn door? Fuck. There is more stupidity from Ted Cruz. I believe this was earlier today. Journalists asked, why are mass shootings just an American problem of Ted Cruz? Who, who are never going to get to kiss their child goodnight again. Is, the, is this the moment to reform gun laws? You know, it's, it's easy to go to politics. But it's important. It's at the heart of the issue. I, I get that that's where the media likes to go. Well, it's not. It's where many of the people we've talked to here like to go. The proposals from Democrats in the media, inevitably, when some violent... 90% of the American public is okay with stricter background checks. We are in total agreement on that. If anything can come from this, stricter Background checks, waiting periods. God damn, come on. Psychopath murders people. A violent psychopath. You're the Zodiac killer, sir. 18 year old with two AR 15s. If you want to stop violent crime, the proposals the Democrats have, none of them would have stopped this. But why does this only happen in your country? I really think that's what many people around the world just. They cannot fathom. Why only in America? Why is this American exceptionalism so awful? You know, I'm sorry you think American exceptionalism is awful. I think this aspect of it. 
you got your political agenda. No, it's God, honestly, God love you. Senator, it's not. No way to prevent this, says Only Nation, where this regularly happens. Why is this just an American problem? Well, it is just an American problem, sir. Mr. Cruz, why is America the only country that faces this? Technically, it's not just an American problem. Uh, you know, kids in Afghanistan have these issues that they face. In terms of industrialized countries, it's a uniquely American problem. Kind of, you know what? Mass but you can't answer that. Can, you can't answer that, can you say? You can't answer that. Why you know, is this? Why of course you can't. All over the world to America because it's the freest, most prosperous, safest country on Earth. Idiot. 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 Why are our kids dying in school? You're the propagandist. Motherfucker. People come from all over the world to America because it's the freest. And one, it's not. We, we rank like 20-something on the Freedom Index. Ted Cruz. But he says that bullshit. People come from all over the world to America. Stop being a propagandist. You're the propagandist, asshole. But hey, at least he gave a far more intelligent answer than GOP Senate nominee Herschel Walker. God help us if this... Raphael Warnock is a fantastic senator. God help us if this man is in is in the Senate come this time next year and not Raphael Warnock. Holy shit. See that is a person wielding that weapon. You know, Cain Kia Abel. You know, and uh you know, and that's the problem that we have. And I said what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, he talked about doing a disinformation. What about getting Honey? The story of Cain and Abel is Fiction! It's fiction, you idiot! Fiction! In a department that can look at young men that's looking at uh, women, that's looking at uh, just social media. What about doing that, looking into things like that, and we can stop that that way. But yet, they want to just continue to talk about taking away... What? What? I've got to go. i got to go. i got to go to Aaron Rupert's translation of this. Herschel Walker's solution to school shootings involves... A department that can look at young men that's looking at women that's looking at social media. That's what he just said. A department that can look at young men that's looking at women that's looking at social media. And that's looking at uh, women that's looking at uh, just social media. Hey, take, take that in again. Can look at young men that's looking at uh, women that looking at uh, just social media. What about doing that, looking into things like that, and we can stop that that way. But yet, they want to just continue to talk about... Oh, I'm sure this motherfucker is a misogynist. Well, he's he's got, what, multiple multiple allegations of abuse against him? Because, of course, that's, that's why he makes such a good Republican. And I believe he even admits it. He, he doesn't even say, like, oh, that didn't happen. He admits it. He admits he's a wife beater or a girlfriend beater or whatever the fuck. Looking into things like that, and we can stop that that way. But yet they want to just continue to talk about taking away your constitutional rights. And and I, I think there's more things we need to look into. This has been happening for years, and the way we stop it, by putting money into the mental health field, by putting money into uh, other departments rather than departments that want to take away your rights.
see that is the person wielding that weapon. You know, Cain killed Abel. You know, and uh, you know, and that's the problem that we have. And I said, what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, he talked about doing a disinformation. In his book, Walker acknowledges violent urges. He writes that he played Russian roulette. And recounts sitting at his kitchen table in 1991, pointing a gun loaded with a single bullet at his head. I'm pretty sure he has uh, abuse allegations. He he told family members that he would kill his ex's new boyfriend. Uh, in an affidavit, uh, someone claimed Walker once called looking for his ex-wife while she was out with her boyfriend. And he was very threatening. So clearly, clearly guy's a misogynistic asshole. Yeah, plays Russian roulette, but he is mentally fit for office. That's that's the kind of candidate the Republicans filled. Motherfucker took too many headshots while he's playing football, and he's probably already fucking dumb. Football to baseball. Uh, let's applaud the New York Yankees. Amazingly enough, posted this just uh, a couple of hours ago in lieu of game coverage and in collaboration with the Tampa Bay Rays, we, we will be using our channels to offer facts about the impacts of gun violence, the devastating events that have taken place in Uvalde, Buffalo, and countless other communities across the nation are tragedies that are intolerable. I don't think they canceled the game, but they're not going to broadcast it because it says in lieu of game coverage. So I think they're going to play the game, but the media channels associated with it are actually going to uh, broadcast facts about the impacts of gun violence. Uh, the the Boston fans like why the hell would I applaud the Yankees because they're doing this all right one more and I hate I hate that I'm doing this two days in a row ma'am okay fuck the Yankees but still, that's a good thing they're doing. And Tampa Bay is joining in with them. So cool. I wonder if uh, if right-wing media is going to say they're pushing a political agenda. Content warning. We're going to have to watch Steven Crowder Two nights in a row. I don't know shit about the Yankees. I know people hate them. Steven Crowder, apparently, he made a big deal about this. That he went undercover at a 
Beto O'Rourke, Shady Town Hall. And this this photo has him with some vanilla envelope that says Beto being gay? Jesus Christ, this motherfucker's a bigot. God damn, I hate you, Stephen Crowder. And by the way, as I've said multiple times on Twitter today to you, I keep tagging you and you don't respond. You do not give a shit about dead children. Oh, fuck. Uh, Usually it goes ahead and... Uh, I was hoping it would cut right to where we want to be here. Uh, it's about the seven-minute mark, I believe. Crowder the coward, indeed. Uh, are we going to do gay shit tomorrow? I mean, I, I was on Grinder last night thinking about doing some gay shit. Uh, I mean, up down, down is up. Go Irish. Uh, it's almost like I buttoned like only the bottom button on my shirt. <laughs> I since you since you bring it up though, and uh, I'm incredibly proud about it. I've been working on it. Do you guys want to see a preview of my Pride Month graphics? Oh shit! Wrong one. I did the wrong thing. That doesn't work. Uh, that's my Pride Countdown movie. You stop that. I fucked everything up now. There we go. I've worked really hard on my Pride Month graphics. I have not made pride graphics for the freak show, but I can if you want. We can make it rainbow in the background. Rainbows are always nice. Thank you, Dustin. My countdown is really cool, too. New countdown, new music, and everything for Pride Month. I'm stoked. Once again, Stephen Crowder going to talk about a mass shooting. While wearing multiple guns, while having a gun on his desk. Like a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) What does that do? (laughs) Bottom. (laughs) It's like I'm a big sale at that point. I'm trying to make this a thing, bro. Oh, one of his... his, uh, So, uh, you hear me love him, quickest wit. One of his lackeys had a I'm pro gun shirt on. slash tour. We have the, uh, the daytime show. There are still some tickets there. The evening show is sold yeah. out. June 18th in Colorado Springs. Dave Landau, how are you, sir? Ahoy, good. How about you? Is it, you know, good. Yeah. Dave Landau. Isn't that dude a complete idiot? Yeah, very soon. Okay. So, uh,. Well, this is the watch and react here right off the top. Um, we had the conference. Uh, uh, well, we, we, okay, we. Governor Greg Abbott had his conference. I say we yeah. because, you know, it's, it's, there is a little bit of, a, I hate to do the us versus them, but when it's a Republican in a wheelchair, uh, I take him on our, our team. Take him under the wing. Yeah. 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 What? Fits. <laughs> well, like he's mocking Greg Abbott for being in a wheelchair. There's nothing funny. The man's half shopping cart. Now, 
That's why Beto picks on him. Still agree. And by the way, also I should preface this, the context before you watch this clip. Beto crashes a press conference of Governor Abbott. The worst part is you didn't see it, but he also stole his parking space. Oh, man. I see. Yeah, it's unreal. <laughs> he parks right up next to him, too, yeah. so he couldn't even open the van door. Wow. He double parked it. He always Next to it. the expect- expectant transgender mother's yeah. spot as well. Yeah. yeah. No respect. He's a fraud. None. Doesn't practice what he preach. Preaches. So, uh, Governor Greg Abbott was addressing the shooting that had taken place. Tragedy, obviously. We addressed this yesterday. I recommend you go watch the show because yeah. we addressed some of the myths that were then perpetuated immediately after the show ad nauseum. And, uh, and, and I addressed the fact that you do not give a shit about dead kids and you're not responding to me. And then we said, wait, there's a Beto behind that protester. Turns out the crazy person who's the protester was Beto O'Rourke crashing Governor Abbott's town hall. Marsha P. Johnson is fucking amazing. And yes, throw bricks at things. Throw bricks at cops. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of, you're out of line. Uh, this, was, this was Beto being a badass. It's not a catapult. It's a trebuchet. This guy gets fiery. Was that, was, that was a Rick and Morty joke, wasn't it? Sir, you are out of line. There's one more guy, though, that I love. Sir, you are out of line. If I had a rubber hose. Listen. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal. Look at this motherfucker with his his manspread going on there. Of course, that shitty-ass cop. I can't believe you was a sick zombie. Remember when uh, I said, uh, get ready for the political grandstanding? Yeah. Well, there you go. It's, and he did it. He decided on. to pick on a guy who can't stand. <laughs> He's literally Less only able to punch down. 24 hours later <laughs> yes. in the most grandstandish way possible. We want to find common ground. Let me crash your press conference. I believe you are the one grandstanding. You've got guns on, motherfucker. One of your lackeys has a shirt on that says, uh, I'm pro-gun. Senate and now governor. I, the the uh, uh, yeah, I mean, brand on your shirt is a gun manufacturer, isn't it? <laughs> You're doing the job that I want to not do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I should have thought this out. Yeah. Abbott isn't doing a job. It's so dis- a German gun manufacturer. That's what I thought. The most authoritative. I'm just talking as far as optics. So when yeah. Ted Cruz makes you look, so we're we're supposed to find common ground. That's really bad. With these motherfuckers. Well, I mean, this is a press conference. Hitler guns at that. Goddamn. Discussing like how to solve this problem. No, they're, they're giving you information the on what's going on, what happened, and they knew some more stuff. Obviously, we didn't know this when we talked about it yesterday. Um, that he did have a handgun, but they said the air. That the cops were useless. Only one of the rifles. There was an interaction as he was going in. I think there was somebody who was armed. At, at the very least, somebody who wasn't armed. One of the resource managers at the school yep. confronted or, or saw him and didn't actually confront. Didn't physically engage. Right. And then three people, uh, three officers kind of chased him and cornered him in that room. And that's when all of the, the things happened. Well, the, the cops have changed their story since then. Shot his grandmother in the face, who yeah. then went to the, after being shot in the face, went to the neighbors. Called yeah. the cops. For some sugar. No, <laughs> God damn, these people are horrible. I, I, I'm not a ventriloquist anymore. <laughs> he shot his grandmother in the face. Ha 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 ha! Fuck. He was never face shot and still walked next door. No, yeah, walked called next the door. cops. Called the yeah. cops. <laughs> he stole my car. So Can they borrow there's... your phone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There was a lot more, you know, information going on, so it's good to get some updates on this to try to figure out. Like, we need to. No, figure- this is the last. This is the last gun related. We're gonna move on to the other news want us to figure out how it happened. Beto or Francis or Rook, just like one of the news outlets that was making the shooter look more white. Ah. We we're talking about that. So, oh yeah, uh, Casey was letting us know. That what? 
What? They don't want you to know how this happened, the who, what, when, where, why. They want to immediately... He's accusing a news outlet of making the shooter look more white. In real time, CNN... Fuck me. Texas representative went on and used the exact arguments that we had already addressed. It is so predictable. Assume that the left is going to come at you with something new, so you need to educate yourself, but you will usually find yourself pleasantly surprised. Okay. Mm -hmm. Speaking of a complete lack of self-awareness... President Kamala Harris uh, uh, has a wait. President Kamala Harris, respect the office. Uh, I where's where's the we sent a team undercover to infiltrate a Beto O'Rourke campaign rally, and what we found was shocking. After Beto used 19 dead children for a cheap political stunt, today is the perfect time to release it. We're going, uh, we are also going deep into the Sussman trial. Where's the Beto? That's what I came for. I came for the Beto O'Rourke thing. I want to know what they found at a Beto O'Rourke rally. We getting to it here? Okay. Granted. A failing campaign. I couldn't go. White boy bummer. My team went down, a team of wonderful people here, to uh, Livingston, Texas, to check out one of Beto's town halls. Beto, your presidential run was nice while it lasted, and so was this one now. The governor run. All your runs. But I'm pretty sure this one's going to come to an end. Enjoy. Hopefully, Beto is going to be the governor of Texas come this time next year. Running for governor. And I want to tell you why. The return of the most radical skateboard dude in the known universe. Beto Francis. Now, after a failed run at the Senate and the presidency, Beto is now setting his sights on becoming the next governor of Texas. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. And what better way to gin up enthusiasm? I I mean, I I say that with cautious optimism, Scrabby. Now, here's where I should say I have nothing. I mean, Texas is not as deep red as the gerrymandering makes it out to be. I'm not racist. Well... I'll take that back. But I couldn't help but <laughs> why Beto chose. I'm so, I'm not racist. Well, I take that back. No chance. That's what you got. To hold one of his town halls here, especially since Donald Trump won the county by 54 points in 2020. Now, I would have loved to investigate this matter myself, but considering that these organizations now have my poster up on a wall... In my stead, uh. I decided to send a team of my finest to see what Beto and the town were all about. God, all this, all this fucking production music, I'm going to get fucking popped for copyright. Now, the first thing they noticed... I want to know what they found. Shocking. Come on. Shock us. Not exactly uh, huge. I mean, if I were to give a generous estimate, a very generous estimate, I'd place it at maybe about 110 people. Now, what the event lacked in attendance, however, it more than made up for with the kind of enthusiasm which can only be found in the most youthful among us. So, 
Are you excited about Beto? I love how Curiouser is like, oh, I'm going to go watch Grace and Frankie From other people. on Justin's birthday eve. They keep showing Steven Crowder. Yeah, what idiots! One lovely local summed it up uh, quite succinctly. Uh-uh, no. Beto ain't right. Of course, it's rude to show up to a party empty-handed, so my fine reporters decided to hand out some... Oh, yes, the skinhead says Beto isn't right. Um, just go into the building and give them the merchandise. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Appreciate it. Are those and go back to their homes there. I think they were a hit. Unfortunately, uh, Beto's staffers weren't so keen on the shirts being free uh, while they were trying to turn a profit with theirs. Wow. It wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't about turning a profit. They raised money for the campaign like that. And also, your shirt is mocking him. Down with capitalism. No, they're trying to raise money for the campaign, you asshole. Like, generally, Peter, like they're beta males, you know, like that are not good, but we think that's stupid, so we're trying to like subvert it, turn it on its head, be like, nah, Beto's cool. Yeah. And so we're beta males. Okay. Like just kind of turn. I don't. Wait, I'm still waiting for the thing that's gonna shock me that they found at a at a Beto rally. What she say that it no, was not a Beto shirt. Or yeah, it's not a Beto shirt or something like that. It's not. It's not official. But the team wasn't just there to observe. Uh, we wanted them to get to the meat of Beto's policies. Really get to know the man. Luckily for them, Beto couldn't resist the pheromonal allure of our Beto's bears. What? What? The fuck? So, it sounds like you have such a great plan for schools and, and the trajectory there. Um, but I have a question, so that all that good work doesn't go undone. Um, you know, obviously I want to be as inclusive as possible. But even last night when we were at dinner, somebody offered us drugs. And so, I, I'd like to just hear, how do, you, how do you thread that needle of inclusivity, being welcoming? Nobody offered you drugs, you idiot. Stopping some fentanyl. I don't know. I'd like to hear if you drugs are expensive. I really appreciate the question. There's probably nothing more important than the safety and security of our communities, of our families, especially of our kids and, and our grandkids. We see under Abbott's failed leadership, violent crime going up, drug trafficking going up. When we're focused on yep. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. And scoring political points, we take our eye off the ball in the real problem where it is. I give you some examples. I mean, I, I just want to point out that like everything Beto said to the reporters is popular with the American people. Imagine a bear narking exactly. <laughs> Usually, you say thank you. I've never. I've never been offered drugs by a stranger. Where's this going? Governor, you, you I've had friends be like, hey, have some of this. How do we get here? And like a deer Random strangers don't pop up to you and say like, here, take these drugs. Also, don't take drugs from strangers. When I'm governor... You should always know where it's coming from. 
in the state of Texas. Thanks for asking the question. Because you never know what that shit has been cut with. A lot of nothing. Quite a bit of talking. A lot of nothing. Let's give it one more shot. You ever been to a Trump rally, Crowder? I'm good. I'm Ruben Perez. Um, oh, sure. We're both Catholic, right? Yes. Okay. I'm having an issue real fast. My family, I think you're great. I want them to vote for you, but they're... they're okay, were they like friendly old hippies that offered you that, or were they like young, sketchy-looking motherfuckers? Maybe help persuade them to vote for you. But they're friendly old hippies. I don't know anyone who is pro-choice or pro-life who is happy with what we're doing in Texas right now. Ah, sh- Here we go again. Do you get offered ivermectin at Trump rallies? If he can bore his audience to actual death, he can guarantee their vote the next election. Beto's playing 8D chess. Speaking of the death, old local hippies, okay, you can take drugs from them. No surprise, but we do want you to be safe, so maybe invest in a better security team that doesn't allow random passers-by and camera people to walk up directly behind you and follow it you. It was an open town hall, you idiot. Especially if the person in question is a grown man with pigtails and a t-shirt that simply reads autism. All right, that's enough. What are the good towns... Do not use a Metal Gear Solid fucking sound effect. ...that matters pretty dramatically. Definitely more than any issue. In my book, if you can answer the question... I... Undercover... We were supposed to find out something shocking about Beto's town hall. Nothing shocking, except for how stupid Steven Crowder is. That is the only shocking thing about this. I totally forgot to uh, take a leak before the show. <laughs> so, uh... Like, halfway through the Beto thing, I was like, ooh, I've really got to piss. I was not taking a dump, no. <laughs> uh, though, for some reason, like, I, I poop exclusively of a morning. I poop exclusively of a morning. I don't know why. <laughs> you thought that sounded like September? No fucking way. September. Uh, let's do let's do some world news. Pakistan's capital rocked by unrest as ousted prime minister Imran Khan defiantly rallies supporters. Pakistani police have fired tear gas and scuffled with stone-throwing supporters of the ousted Prime Minister Imran Khan ahead of planned marches toward central uh, Islamabad. I'm sorry, I almost said Istanbul. My bad, Islamabad. You're not in Turkey, we're in Pakistan. The defiant former premier had called followers to rally outside parliament to bring down the government and force early elections. Marches have raised fears of major violence between supporters of Khan, now Pakistan's top opposition leader, and security forces. The government of Khan's successor, Shabazz Sharif, 
has banned the rally and warned Khan he could face arrest if he went ahead with the demonstrations. Country's Supreme Court ruled on Wednesday that Khan's rally could go ahead, but only at a specifically allocated public grounds and on the condition that demonstrators disperse after an address by the former prime minister. The court also asked Khan's lawyer, uh, Barbara Awan, to ensure that the rally remains peaceful. However, Khan persisted, urging supporters to head toward the square near Parliament for the rally that he plans would evolve into a sit-in there until the government resigns. Government summoned troops to guard important buildings, including the Parliament, offices of the President and Prime Minister in Islamabad. Measures come following clashes between demonstrators and police. It's their own January 6th. Istanbul, not Constantinople. Once again, once again, they might be giants. One of the most underrated bands of all time, and like all of their songs are are history lessons. Go listen to some. Uh, they might be giants. Highly recommend them. China's the. One of my favorite, one of my favorite Might Be Giant songs is uh, Your Racist Friend. They really had it up to here with Your Racist Friend. They didn't write it. Really? Well, I mean, that's nobody's business but the Turks. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken talking about uh, the U.S.'s relationship with China. China is the only country with both the intent to reshape the international order and increasingly the economic, diplomatic, military, and technological power to do it. Beijing's vision would move us away from the universal values that is sustained. Hey Google, who wrote the song Istanbul? Nat Simon, is that not one of the members of They Might Be Giants? Oh, this was a cover! Nat Simon was an American composer, pianist, uh, band leader, and songwriter. Died in 1979. He did, uh, like, vaudeville reviews. See, I didn't know it was an old song. Oh, shit. I, is it, uh, is it, you think it's copyright free? Is it old enough? You guys want to listen to the original version? Since we're since we're on the topic, sorry, Blinken, you're not interested in, interesting enough. This is the original version of the song. Constantinople now it's Istanbul. <laughs> Constantinople been a long 
<laughs> That's great. Love it. We learned something tonight. Uh, I think I still prefer the uh, Might Be Giants version better. This is a little too slow for me. I like the more upbeat. <laughs> uh, f who gives a shit what Anthony Blinken has to say? Apparently, apparently, it was, uh, we don't want conflict with China. We, we just, we just want, uh, them to leave Taiwan alone so they'll keep giving us, uh, chips. Be careful out there. Monkeypox is now in seven states. U.S. health officials are urging awareness, but not fear, apparently. Nine cases of monkeypox in seven states have been reported or confirmed in the U.S. as of Thursday, and the public health system is ramping up to test, treat, and possibly vaccinate those at high risk, health officials said. This is exactly what we need right now, because fucking, we, we see how vaccination efforts go in this goddamn country. Monkeypox outbreak of this scale and scope across the world has not been seen before. According to Dr. Raj Punjabi, who leads the White House Pandemic Preparedness Office. White House, together with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, is working to ensure that tests, vaccines, and treatments are easily available to all who need them. Cases have been found in California, Florida, Massachusetts, New York, Utah, Virginia, and Washington. Now, I, I got a little upset about them saying that, like, you know, it was gay men that were transmitting it, but apparently they have traced it back, because we didn't, we didn't know at the time, but they have traced it back to a rave in Europe. Oh. Scientists have recorded more than 350 confirmed or suspected monkeypox cases since May 5th, mainly in Europe, but also in the United States, Canada, and Australia. They are trying to determine whether the cases might be connected and how. For decades, monkeypox has been seen in parts of Central and West Africa and believed to have jumped occasionally from animals, probably rodents, to people. Typically, several travelers a year in the U.S. and Europe infected with the virus, but such a large chain of person-to-person -person transmission has never been seen before. We call it orgy pox. You live in sexual anarchy? To combat the outbreak, the U.S. government is mobilizing tests, treatments, and vaccines, and President Joe Biden is receiving regular updates. Up to 7,000 tests a week are available, and there are two antiviral drugs that, being, that can be given to the infected. Antivirals are rarely needed, said Dr. Jennifer uh, McQuiston, Deputy Director of the CDC's Division of High Consequence Pathogens and Pathology. Vaccination is an option for healthcare workers at high risk for contracting the virus as they care for those infected. Overall, the government has multiple programs in place to help track and fight the outbreak, according to CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Great. Now, let's get an update on a couple of house races. One of them is good news. One of them hopefully going to be good news. Two critical Democratic runoffs in South Texas remain too close to call. Here's what comes next. 
U.S. Representative Henry Cuellar, a Democrat from Laredo, is leading his challenger, Jessica Cisneros, by 177 votes, while the margin is even smaller in the 15th Congressional District, where Michelle Vallejo is ahead of Ruben Ramirez for an open seat. Two nationally watched Democratic primary runoffs in South Texas remain too close to call. Two days after the election, and there is unlikely to be much more clarity before early next week. U.S. Rep. Henry Cuellar, a Democrat from Laredo, is leading his challenger, Jessica Cisneros, who is a fantastic progressive, by 177 votes. Margin is even smaller in the 15th Congressional District, where Michelle Vallejo is ahead of Ruben Ramirez for an open seat. Cuellar's 28th Congressional District includes San Antonio, Laredo, and counties further south, while the 15th District stretches from the Rio Grande Valley to outside San Antonio. Cuellar declared victory on election night, but Cisneros has not conceded and told reporters Thursday she is in within reach to go and win this thing. After speaking with election officials, she said it is very clear there are still hundreds of uncounted mail-in and provisional ballots. Due to the upcoming holiday weekend, many probably will not get counted until early next week. 15th District Vallejo came out on election night with a 23-vote lead, and both she and Ramirez agreed it was too close to call. At least two counties, uh, Hidalgo and Jim Wells. Is Jim Wells the name of a county in Texas? Have since updated their results, changing her lead to 27 votes. Like in Cuellar's race, a final resolution will likely not come into focus until early next week. Good news coming out of Oregon, it would appear that a progressive has won. Cloud Skinner beats Kurt Schrader in the 5th District. This is according to a local political analyst. It was not official, but KATU political analyst projects that McLeod Skinner is indeed the winner. Brand new tonight, our K2 political analyst has called the primary race for the 5th Congressional District just hours ago. Jim Moore announced Jamie McLeod Skinner the winner over incumbent Kurt Schrader for the Democratic nomination. And that means for the first time in 42 years, a congressional incumbent has lost the primary in Oregon. Good evening. Thanks for joining us for K2 News at 11, everybody. I'm Steve Dunn. And I'm Deborah Knapp. It took more than a week for the results to come in as the Clackamas County... Oh, I wouldn't go that far, Morgan. ...effective ballots. K2's Catherine Kissel joins us live. And Catherine, you spoke with Jim Moore tonight. Why did he call it? Well, Deb and Steve, he said he felt confident with 30% of the votes counted in Clackamas County and Schrader consistently getting a little more than 50% of that vote. He said with McLeod Skinner getting 60% of the votes counted, he declared her the winner of the primary. However, her campaign isn't declaring victory just yet. We are more and more optimistic about the results. Jamie McLeod Skinner tells K2 Tonight her campaign wants to hold off on declaring victory over Kurt Schrader until the Associated Press calls the race. Uh, However, she did acknowledge K2 political analyst Jim Moore and his announcement tonight. His analysis is is what we've seen the numbers do and we're hearing from others as well. Hey, 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 anybody... Anybody with that kind of bow tie usually knows what they're talking about. And look at all the books behind him. 
is what we've seen the numbers do and we're hearing from others as well. So we're anticipating a favorable result for us. McLeod Skinner is the first person to unseat a congressional incumbent in 42 years in Oregon. I think it just speaks to the times we're in right now. People are really hurting and really want to um, be able to have some of the critical issues be addressed. I think that uh, McLeod Skinner was able to make a strong case, especially on things like pharmaceutical prices. She was able to make a strong case that Kurt Schrader was no longer representing what Democrats were all about in the district. Moore says voter turnout was key in this race. High turnouts brought out a lot of progressives. That's what did Kurt Schrader. Fuck yeah. If this holds, McLeod Skinner will take on the Republican nominee, Lori Chavez Dreamer, in November. Now, we did reach out to Kurt Schrader's campaign tonight, but we did not hear back. Let's look at why this race is important and why it might change the dynamics of Democrats going forward. This from the Washington Post. Democrats refocus attention on drug prices after Oregon primary shakeup. Representative Kurt Schrader has long served as a reliable ally of the pharmaceutical industry inside an increasingly hostile Democratic Party. As scores of House colleagues called for legislation that would allow Medicare to negotiate the prices it pays those companies, which promised to drive down costs at the pharmacy counter but decimate the U.S. drug industry's roughly $550 billion a year in revenue. Schrader was among a small handful of Democrats who pushed back, and he played a key role last year in narrowing his party's efforts. Now, Schrader's political career is hanging by a gossamer thread after a primary opponent, Jamie McLeod Skinner, made the congressman's opposition to the Democrats' marquee drug pricing bill a central issue in her campaign. His potential loss has rekindled interest on Capitol Hill in pushing through prescription drug legislation before the midterm elections. It's a wake-up call across the country on the importance of taking steps to hold down the cost of medicine, according to Senator Ron Wyden, a fellow Oregonian and longtime advocate for Medicare drug negotiation and the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee. Talk has been further fueled by Democrats' urgency to pass legislation, any legislation, that can address rising consumer prices, as well as recent comments from Senator Joe Manchin, who played the leading role last year in derailing Build Back Better, the Democratic mega-bill that was set to include drug pricing legislation, alongside climate, tax, child care, and numerous other provisions. So that gives you some idea of why that race in Oregon was so important. Move up to Michigan, where five GOP candidates are now barred from the Michigan governor race over fraudulent signatures. Move follows investigation into an estimated 68,000 forged signatures on petitions. Of course, their attorneys plan to appeal the decision. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know why my, I don't know why my paywall thingy is stopping me from, from reading this. Hold on. The NBC News then. I have like multiple paywall things that are supposed to block this shit. Let me into the Wall Street Journal.
Five Republican candidates for governor of Michigan, including top-tier candidates James Craig and Perry Johnson, failed to qualify for the August primary on Thursday after the Board of State canvassers rejected their nominating petitions due to alleged rampant signature fraud. What else do we expect from Republicans? Bipartisan panel composed of two Democrats and two Republicans deadlocked two to two on party lines in accepting recommendations by the State Elections Bureau to disqualify each of the five. Majority was required to keep a candidate on the ballot. The Republicans tried. State officials charged with reviewing the nominating petitions this week declared thousands of signatures submitted by the candidates to be forgeries submitted by fraudulent petition circulators. Their findings, which the board considered Thursday, left the five gubernatorial hopefuls short of the 15,000 valid signatures required to qualify for the ballot. Thursday's result is expected to be challenged in court, but the state's director of elections said the issue needs to be decided by June 3rd to leave time for the preparation of ballots. Uh, so, Merkin, with the with the with the the China thing, like. Oh, Yes and no. <laughs> the whole China Taiwan uh, issue is so fucking complicated, and I watched a video last night that did a fantastic job of breaking it down. So let me find that real life lore. Real life lore on YouTube did a fabulous job of breaking down exactly what the issue is between China, the U.S., and Taiwan. Boom. You watch that video. It's it's about like 25, 30 minutes. And it goes it goes all into the history of the dissonance uh, that uh, control Taiwan and a couple of other islands outside of China. Why this is so important to the United States. It's a, it's a fucking company in Taiwan. Manufactures these these fucking chips and they they won't manufacture the the most technologically advanced chips anywhere else but Taiwan oh it's 36 minutes i it it's well worth it it is well fucking worth it it is a fantastic summation of why Taiwan is important the the why the U.S. wants to see it remain neutral, why China wants to conquer it, what would happen if if one of the interesting things was like China's military is uh, not well equipped, it's very young, doesn't have a lot of experience, going up against the U.S. military, they're probably going to get slaughtered, but then again, China has the home field advantage. How are they? Go- how would they go about invading Taiwan? Um, one of the things that that the video puts forward is like they may take one of the other islands that are are, uh, occupied by the dissidents and then use that as leverage to try to get Taiwan to come back into the fold in China. But I highly, highly recommend... I love the Real Life Lore channel. Uh, So I highly recommend anything they do. It is a very interesting story. 
So do check out that video. Not now, not now. Watch me. But check out that story here in a little bit, or that video here in a little bit. Uh, let's talk about how there's not going to be a presidential primary in Missouri, apparently. Prepare to say goodbye to Missouri's presidential primary election. Missouri voters won't get a chance to head to the polls in the 2024 presidential primary if Governor Mike Parson signs off on legislation altering state election laws. It's part of a significant rewrite of state voting regulations, including another attempt by Republicans to require voter voters to have a photo ID to cast a ballot. The presidential primary election held every four years in February would be eliminated. If approved, Missouri would instead only use party caucuses to select the delegates who will go to each party's nominating convention. The reason is that Missouri's primary is non-binding, meaning party delegates can ignore the results unless the parties choose to follow the outcome of the vote. Change has been a priority for Republican Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft, who says the election doesn't actually matter, and it costs an estimated $7 million to run what's been called a taxpayer-funded beauty contest. The abolition of the presidential primary means fewer people will be weighing in on their party's candidates because fewer people participate in caucuses, says the League of Women Voters Missouri chapter. League members are concerned about many provisions in this anti-voter legislation that make it more difficult for citizens to have their voices heard. Now, let's talk about abortion and trigger laws. As the U.S. Supreme Court appears poised to strike down Roe v. Wade, which legalized abortion nationwide, abortion providers around the country are preparing for the worst, especially those in states with so-called trigger laws, which would swiftly go into effect should the court's conservative justices overturn Roe. Which they almost certainly are going to do. Professor at Louisiana State University Law, and go, we're getting we're getting close to it. We're probably going to get that decision sometime in June. I any day now, it's going to be coming at us. Plans. Roe was overturned. Louisiana is one of the states that has a trigger law, which would take effect immediately when Roe was overturned, and uh, that trigger law would uh, criminalize abortion. Um, There are uh, various carve-outs for the life and health of the mother, however, but it would criminalize abortion immediately, and it would include both um, uh, physical procedures and also medical abortion induced with uh, medications. You know, I vacillate between uh, terror, anger, sadness. That's that's another reason, Dustin. There are already doctors in trigger law states that are refusing to perform needed procedures because they're worried about what's going to happen to them. Thanks, and it's called the chilling effect. It's exactly what the Republicans were hoping for. Administrator at the Hope Medical Group for Women in Shreveport, Louisiana, one of only three abortion clinics in the state. She's been working at the clinic for nearly 30 years. You know, I'm asked often, what will I do if, if we are forced to close? And I'm going to tell you, I don't have a clue. Because right now, because we are trying to take care of as many women while we can. Pittman says that women of means will still be able to find abortions. The ones who will suffer are those with the fewest resources. Or poor people. It's the marginalized communities. It's the um, people living at or below the poverty level that will not be able to 
make those trips or flights out of state. The Guttmacher Institute estimates 26 out of 50 U.S. states are certain or likely to ban abortion if Roe v. Wade is overturned, leaving women in large swaths of the U.S. Southwest and Midwest without nearby access to the medical procedure. Lisa Avalos says the outcome is predictable. More women will die. If Roe is overturned, yep. Trigger law takes effect. There will be a market in Louisiana for underground abortion provision, and people are going to uh, step in to fill that gap. And some of those underground abortions are not going to be safe. We are going to see an increase of women as a result um, dying from abortion or losing their reproductive capacity entirely um, after being injured um, in an illegal abortion or in a in an attempted self-induced abortion. Despite the dire warnings, not everyone is worried. Shreveport resident Justin Rodriguez, who was protesting outside of Hope Medical, said the end of Roe can't come soon enough. Hey, fuck off. Happened earlier. I mean, about over 60 minutes. Hey, hey, do you know that you can keep your opinions to yourself? You can keep your fucking opinions to yourself. Did you know that? Hold on, I got something I want to show you guys. Million babies have been killed. I mean, more lives in the Holocaust uh, since abortion has been made legal. A Supreme Court ruling on abortion could come as early as next month. But for now, Pittman is doing what she can. We are still offering abortion care as things stand today. Hey, some states aren't fucking waiting. Some states aren't waiting. Like Oklahoma, which has already passed the, and had the governor sign into law, the nation's strictest abortion ban. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt on Wednesday signed into law the nation's strictest abortion ban, making the state the first in the nation to effectively end availability of the procedure. State lawmakers approved the ban enforced by civil lawsuits rather than criminal prosecution, similar to a Texas law that was passed last year. The law takes effect immediately upon its signature and prohibits all abortions with few exceptions. Abortion providers have said they will stop performing the procedure as soon as the bill is signed. So, as of today. Oh, Jesus. I, I saw this on Twitter, though, earlier, and I really, I want you guys... This, oh, maybe it was, I saw it shared on Twitter, but maybe I, uh, maybe it came from Facebook originally. How about we treat every young man who wants to buy a gun like every woman who wants to get an abortion? Mandatory 48-hour waiting period. Parental permission. A note from his doctor proving he understands what he's about to do. A video he has to watch about the effects of gun violence and an ultrasound wand up his ass just because. Let's close down all but one gun shop in every state and make him travel hundreds of miles, take time off work, and stay overnight in a strange town in order to get a gun. Make him walk through a gauntlet of people holding photos of loved ones who were shot to death. People who call him a murderer and beg him not to buy a gun. It makes more sense to do this with young men and guns than with women in health care. I mean, no woman getting an abortion has killed a room full of people in seconds, right? Exactly, Dustin. Why don't all these teen mothers have jobs to pay for their children? Why are our social security support skyrocketing in price? They don't care. They don't fucking care. 
And this is about controlling women. It's about controlling women. A little more good news for your evening, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. Trump has lost an appeal and must testify in New York's civil investigation. President Donald Trump must answer questions under oath in New York State civil investigation into his business practices, a state appeals court ruled on Thursday. Four-judge panel in the appellate division of the state's trial court upheld Manhattan Judge Arthur uh, Ergeron's February 17th ruling enforcing subpoenas for Trump and his two eldest children to give deposition testimony in Attorney General Letitia James' probe. Trump had appealed, seeking to overturn the ruling. His lawyers argued that ordering the Trumps to testify violated their constitutional rights because their answers could be used in a parallel criminal investigation. Mandy, Mandy, like... Democracies don't ban abortions. That is that is a sign of democratic backsliding. It's coming after reproductive rights. But I mean, he, this motherfucker tried to end democracy and thought he could fucking get out of the uh, consequences of all the investigations he's facing. Oh... It was an interesting night. But instead of talking about Trump's criminal kids, the right-wing media is talking about Hunter Biden. Apparently, Giuliani has finally revealed the horrors he saw on Hunter Biden's laptop. So, finally, we might actually get an answer as to what is on Hunter Biden's laptop that these motherfuckers keep talking about. Last night, in case you were wondering where I was, I was at a fundraiser where Rudy Giuliani revealed the horrors that he saw on Hunter Biden's laptop and so much more. Before I get to that, if you're new here, hit the red button down below to subscribe. Don't. Do not subscribe to Gary Francici. Rudy Giuliani gave a great speech Gary Franchi. fundraiser for a Republican candidate, and boy, did he really let it rip. Wait till you see what he said and revealed about the Bidens. Nextnewsnetwork.com reports that during a fundraiser for Scott Casper, a candidate for Illinois' 6th Congressional District, former Trump attorney and New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani got up and spoke. A complete fucking idiot. Biden and the Democrats during his 30 minutes. Who, by the way, involving minors, you want to talk about Giuliani and minors? Remember when Borat fucking uh, tricked him into uh, almost whipping out his penis in front of a woman that he thought was 15? Speech. It's one particular part of the speech where he goes into detail about what he saw on Hunter's laptop and the illicit activities that he would carry out around minors. This cousin fucker? In the video. And it is shocking. Watch. March 12th, 2018, Hunter Biden walked into a gun store in Delaware and he bought a 38 revolver. He filled out the piece of paper we all have to fill out, which the Democrats, you know, now say we have to have new gun laws. 
because the Democrats don't follow the. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's there campaigning for a congressional race. And he talks about Hunter Biden. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yes. Yes, every one of you is a complete fucking moron. President gun laws, by the way. They don't do it in my state. We just had a big shooting in Buffalo. The kid who did it should have been on the list. They don't bother. And then they don't prosecute people who fail to put their names down, so they don't put their names down. So, So Hunter signs a piece of paper and has a little thing there. It says... Have you ever been a, a, a addicted to a controlled substance? He's been addicted. He's been addicted to a controlled substance for forty years. He's been he's been more addicted than he has been not addicted. One hundred, two hundred, three hundred pictures of him, a thousand pictures of him in closets with crack smoke around, walking around with no clothes on, smoking his crack pipe. Uh, there were minor children in, the, in this home, by the way. Walk, walking around with no clothes on, talking to prostitutes, very explicitly. With the minor children around, him smoking the crack pipe. The closet ones are amazing. He puts himself in a closet so he can get the maximum amount of... And he couldn't stay clean for even... Wait, he was hotboxing in a closet? So can you imagine how, how degenerate a drug addict he is? His father pulls strings. Frank Gallagher. to get him into the military because he's too old. And within two months, he fails out for cocaine. You know what? If they ever do like a prequel to Shameless, that, that's my pick. Hunter Biden can play a young Frank Gallagher. Good idea. And they stopped him from going to Ukraine. Just gave, gave him the money because every time he went to Ukraine, all he was doing was getting dope and the rest you can figure out. Now, why did I mention that to you? I would assume dope is better in the U.S. than Ukraine, but I don't know. 18 United States Code, Section 922A6, which makes it a crime to make a false statement on an application for a gun. That's a two-year federal felony. Um, Often, if that's the only thing, and the person, let's say, was a marijuana user or whatever, they might not prosecute it, or they give you a suspended sentence. But we ain't talking about our marijuana, you see, baby. We're talking about a complete degenerate drug addict who possibly spends more of his waking hours influenced by drugs than not. We're talking about a guy who I have pictures of smoking crack driving an automobile. Touche, Merkin, touche. This is exactly who the law is meant for. A drug addict who's not in control of anything, that he shouldn't have a gun. I mean, this is what liberals want, right? People who are mentally ill. People with drug addicts, people with criminals shouldn't have guns. Well, there's one real big one sitting right next to the president. He's not sitting right next to the president. Here's the application. Hunter Biden is not in our government. All within four or five days of the application of him using dope. I'll show you his book that admits that he was using dope during that period of time. I'll give you his text messages to his dealer at about the time that he signed that. But then it violates the second statute, Section 922-G-6. What was the name of the lady that hosted SNL this past week? Can she can she be uh, Frank's wife? I forget what her name is. It's been a while since I watched Shameless. 
uh, Melanie, Melody, I forget what her name was. She would be good to play young uh, Frank's wife. Natasha Leone, who I'd never heard of, but apparently has been like around since Pee Wee. Did a good job hosting SNL. I thought it was pretty funny. That makes it a ten-year felony for a dr- for a person. A Young d- Monica, Monica, I knew it was an M name. To carry a firearm. Well, he deserves to be prosecuted for that. If I'm going to tell the American people, like the phony did last night, that we should have more gun control laws, I'm gonna, I really believe that you believe in the gun control laws when you got this guy sitting next to you who you can make an example of and deter other people from violating gun control laws? What? And you got a whole administration that's covering them up? I can, I, you go get my podcast. You can see every single piece of paper I told you. Go subscribe to Rudy Giuliani's podcast. I didn't even know you had one. I'm sure it's hilarious. A half-wit prosecutor could win this case. All you need is the signature. There are many pictures of him being a drug addict, his own admission of being a drug addict, and then you could call you could call some of the dealers who'd love to rat him out. And I don't I don't care. I really don't like protected. Now how how does that This is a disservice to the people of Illinois to be a moral leader of the United States. And that's what we're missing in the United States. Uh, but people aren't getting killed as much as they are because of guns. They're getting killed because we've become more and more and more. Honey, honey, guns are now the leading cause of death among children. Guns are the leading cause of death among children in this country. That's why they're getting killed. He's not a person. He's a goblin. Not the green goblin either. We've never had a president that was as crooked as this, ever. We've never had a president that spent a... Yeah, we have. Yeah, we... First of all, we've had multiple incredibly crooked presidents, if you know history. We'll go back and talk about, like, fucking Teapot Dome and shit, motherfucker. But second of all, you worked for one! You worked for one! His name was Donald Trump! Jesus! Let's talk about his fucking criminal kids, shall we? His whole life taking bribes. Thirty million from our biggest, our biggest enemy, uh, China. I mean, this is disgraceful. I still don't know what he's talking about. Two hundred, three hundred, a thousand pictures of him. I have pictures of him in closets with crack smoke around, walking around with no clothes, smoking his crack pipe. He said there are minor children in his home, by the way, walking around with no clothes on. I doubt it. Talking to prostitutes very... I don't believe it. Minor children around and him smoking. It sounds like something Rudy Giuliani did. It sounds like something Rudy Giuliani did. Nobody's paying Rudy to do it. He's out here trying to make as much money as he can because his legal troubles keep mounting. And he needs to feed as much bullshit as he can to the gullible assholes that believe this nonsense. Crack. He continued to tell about Hunter's sordid past and said it's, it's insane that Democrats want to say that they can determine what the gun laws are when they let Hunter Biden break the laws as a drug addict. He said the closet ones are amazing. He locked himself in a closet so he can get the... Prosecute Hunter Biden. I don't give a shit. I guess. 
drugs. He couldn't even stay Also, I don't know that this picture isn't photoshopped. I don't know that this picture isn't photoshopped. Look at the angle that that fucking, uh, that's a meth pipe, by the way. That's not a crack pipe. That should be the first, that should be the first, uh, uh, indication. They apparently say that he was smoking crack. That is a meth pipe, not a crack pipe. Look at the angle that the pillow is, like, it would fall. It would fall right out of his mouth. I I don't know that this picture is authentic. Clean for two months to even pass a test in the army. His father pulled strings, breaks the law to get him into the military because he's too. Yeah, you want to talk about corrupt? You want to talk about fucking corrupt children? Let's talk about the two billion dollars Jared Kushner got from the Saudis. Let's let's talk about the money that Trump was making off of uh, housing Secret Service agents. I mean, there's so many things that were corrupt that Trump was doing. These motherfuckers don't give a shit about. Hey, if Hunter Biden misrepresented himself on a form applying for a gun, sure, prosecute him. I don't care. I don't give a shit. But there are much more pressing issues in this world. Out for cocaine, and of course he brought up Ukraine. He said, also, that's not a that's not a fucking uh, crack pipe. And the rest you can figure out. The former Trump attorney pulled out a piece of paper, told the audience that it was from a form that was filled out when you buy a gun. It said Hunter filled out a similar form when he bought it. He then mentioned that Hunter broke several laws when he signed that form. Oh, so that wasn't even the form that Hunter. I thought he had like a copy of the form. Take it up. And he mentioned it was United States Code Section 922.8.6, which makes it a crime to make a false statement on an application for a gun, a two-year sentence. And then, of course, he brought up his text messages to his drug dealer. I'm all about hotboxing. Violating the second statute, 922.v.6, that makes it a 10-year felony for any... Sparkles, tomorrow night when we smoke, we should go into the closet. Boom. Keep it in the closet. I'm sorry, I got a little Michael Jackson. Um, I told I told her we're just gonna listen to nothing but Nelly Furtado tomorrow. This is my birthday, Nelly fucking Furtado. Chrysanthemum, geared sixty nine bits. Ah, oh, you were awesome, sixty nine bits. You live in sexual anarchy. No, no to the Nelly Furtado. I I don't know what you got against Nelly Furtado. She's like a bird. Always flies away. I honestly don't know if I really like her or if I've just taken a joke way too far. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'm done with the Hunter Biden bullshit. Let's talk about Elon Musk, shall we? Elon is being sued by a Twitter shareholder alleging that he manipulated the company's stock price with his tweets following his announcement that he was going to purchase Twitter. Twitter investor is suing Elon Musk for market manipulation for his tweets about the buy being on hold. Yes, she's a very promiscuous girl. The complaint was filed. (laughs) Say it right now. 
the complaint was filed in California on Wednesday. Just he is not a one-trick pony. I'm taking this way too far. Just because your name is Business Insider Trading doesn't mean you should project that on others. Musk told Insider in an email. What? Yes, Promiscuous Girl was her song. Her and Timberland. Am I going to have to school you guys on, on Nelly Furtado's hits? Because let me tell you, there is shit on the radio. You should you should probably listen to Nelly Furtado instead. He will meet you in the parking lot. God damn it! There is no actual evidence from Hunter's laptop, though apparently there is indeed a real investigation into the contents. But I'm assuming it's a nothing burger, as the right wing likes to claim. Also, think Elon will not be buying Twitter. But some of the talking heads on the NBC or Fox Business, CNBC, CNBC, says uh, it's going to happen. Jumped in after hours trading yesterday as a new SEC filing by Elon Musk would seem to indicate he's moving forward with his takeover of Twitter. The filing shows Musk is upping his commitment to $33.5 billion. That's an additional more than $6 billion in equity. Uh, Twitter shares are up a little less than 6%, around $39 right now. Let's bring in Mark Mahaney. He's Evercore ISI's head of internet research. Mark, does... I think it's just to accuse him of... Being around minors with drug is just to try to paint Biden somehow as corrupt. Now, the one the one actual concrete allegation that came from what? Tony Mamaluke? Tony Tony Babalucci or whatever the fuck that dude's name was that was on Tucker Carlson during the, the 2020 election? It was back in October we watched that. God, it was October like a year and a half ago, wasn't it? In 2020. God damn. The accusation from Tony Tony Babalucci or whatever was that Hunter had taken $30 million from the Chinese and that the big guy was supposed to get a cut of that and his accusation was that the big guy was Joe Biden. Haven't heard shit about that anymore, have we? And yeah, that the dude that owned that fucking repair shop uh, well, I don't do celebrity news, man. <laughs> um, we did actually, we did actually talk about Ray Liotta and the, the dude from Yes, and the dude from Depeche Mode. It's been a shitty day for celebrity deaths. I've, I'm totally off track. I forget what I was talking about now. Take it away, stupid people on CNBC. This indicate a new seriousness to you or just a, a, a clearer path of how he hypothetically would get there? Good morning, Kelly. I, I think the market's got it right. Uh, it indicates a new seriousness on the part of Musk. It increases the probability that the deal gets done. I don't think it gets done. You would assume that he was going to get the financing for this. Uh, the question is uh, whether he was going to potentially try to walk away from the deal or potentially try to negotiate a much lower price. The latter one. Yeah, but he, there wouldn't be a record of that on his taxes, Merkin, uh, if, if it was funneled the, through Hunter somehow. The, the that's, the, that's, that's the accusation. 
It's just a matter of if, not 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 when. But uh, having put that, uh, or matter of when, not if, having put that together, looks like the probability is much greater than it was 24 hours ago. I don't think so. Wake of the disastrous from week and the way that Twitter uh, traded down on that, that he isn't doing more to try to, you know, renegotiate that price, or maybe the market already thinks that price is not going to be 54.20. Well, let's see. Um, he's come in with a mindset that the advertising model should be changed at uh, Twitter, or Twitter should be much less dependent on the advertising model. So, uh, and he, he may well think this is exactly why, because uh, the read-through from from Snap to other players is that um, advertising is more volatile, certainly more volatile than a subscription business. I think it's fine on its own, but nonetheless, um, uh, since he didn't buy it really for its advertising. His his plan, I believe, is to charge people like influencers to use the platform. Supposedly, us, us plebs would still be able to use it for free, but... People like himself that love to tweet out bullshit would be charged a fee for using Twitter, which ain't ever going to happen. That would collapse. Business. Uh, the fact that it's proving to be more volatile uh, is probably a good reason for him to try to overturn or overhaul the business, the, the, the revenue sources, at least, the way he's talked about it in the past. So you think what happened at Snap actually empowers him? Maybe. I don't know. I think it just justifies his argument that he wants the business to be less reliant on advertising. Yep, that's exactly what would happen, Merkin. I think they read through from uh, a fee to get preference and it will kill the platform. Brand advertising is almost always the first to get cut in a um, recessionary environment, and especially revenue that goes to kind of the smaller tier platforms like a Twitter, like a Snap, like a Pinterest versus the Googles and the Facebook. Twitter's always going to be in this position unless they can come up with a materially better, more sustainable revenue model like subscriptions. The open question is just how big can a subscription model be for an asset like Twitter? That's Now, Twitter did get hit with like a $150 uh, million dollar fine or some shit. Open question, but I think we're going to try to... Or, uh, um... Secretly using data to tailor ads, which, why wouldn't that be in the terms of service? Why would why wouldn't that be, I don't understand why, like, automatically assume Twitter was doing that. So why didn't they have something in their terms of service that said they were doing that? Weird to me, but also, like, $150 million is kind of a slap on the wrist. Now, I told you, I told you, we started, we started the night... With discussion of absolutely disgusting pigs. We're going to end the night with a video of a super cute pig. He learned how to spin around in a circle. Look at him! He closes doors. He does tricks and shit. Goddamn. How adorable. Oh, I want to I want to cuddle a piggy. Oh, I didn't even I didn't even notice uh chrysanthemum. I didn't notice that you hit the weed. I don't have any weed right now or I would have took a hit. I just well, I mean, it's not like anybody is reading the fucking terms of service anyway. I wouldn't know why like I assume they were doing that. <laughs> That's what all the tech platforms do. I don't know why they didn't have a, a thing in their terms of service. 
Oh, it's got a pearl necklace on. Oh, he's so adorable. Look at him. I told Sparkles about my pig video, and she's like, yummy. Arnold's helping do homework. Hey, some smart piggies. Oh, and they're friendly. God damn. I've never petted a pig. I want to pet a pig. I want to pet a pig. All right, so I'm going to take Sunday off for my birthday. I haven't decided if I'm going to take Monday off. I probably won't. Memorial Day. There's probably not going to be a lot of news going on. So, good time to do some stupid shit. Sparkles is bringing me a weed cake tomorrow. Apparently, we're getting drunk and we're going to have a weed cake. I'm, I'm going to be just fine for my birthday. Don't worry. Uh, shit. Weed cake. Yes. Have you not seen the, the weed cake? I have a picture of it. She made it last weekend. I can't find it now because I save a lot of pictures. There we go. Boom. I asked for a cookie brownie. Cookie has weed in it. Brownie has weed in it. Icing has weed in it. Oh, she she put the actual cake. That's the that's the one we had last weekend, right? You put the actual cake in the troll chat. Uh, once again, tomorrow night, Sparkles and I might be a little late coming back from my birthday dinner, but we'll be on sometime around 1030, 11 o'clock Eastern time. We're going to, we're going to, apparently I'm going to be blowing out candles, uh, for my weed cake. What are you telling me not to go yet? Justin's hungry. Justin got to go make dinner. My dumbass only had a egg, ham, and cheese sandwich about 4 o'clock, and I am now starving. I'm going to uh, make chicken cordon bleu tonight with uh, mashed potatoes and steamed broccoli. If my broccoli isn't bad, it's been in there a few days, it might be bad. I might have to throw it out. No more news, no more news. Justin doesn't have it in him. Uh, I'm not even going to send you guys to a, a news person tonight. We're going to go over to uh, Patrick again. Who is doing art. If you're watching on Twitch, we're heading over to Patrick J. Creates. Yeah, we. Uh, I mentioned that when we were, we were doing the story. She... She came up. Uh, one of the students mentioned how awesome she was. And I... 
her husband died of a heart attack last night, and that's just that breaks my heart. So if you're watching on Twitch, we're going to head over to Patrick J Creates. Join us tomorrow night for the Friday Night Freak Show. 10, 10.30-ish Eastern Time. We'll be around sometime. Going to take Sunday night off. I should be back on Monday, but I may say fuck it and not show up on Monday either. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freaking. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Friday Night Freak Show for my birthday stream.